Hello, friends, and welcome to Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games. I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and I'm here with Kai and Ben. Oh, and Boomy's here too. Everybody oh, she decided. <laughs> Hello, Boomy. <laughs> how you guys doing today? It's it's always a mystery how I'm going to introduce the podcast, and it's always fun seeing your reactions of what dumb <laughs> that was thing that I do. <laughs> that was wild. The pop, was the pop was yeah. That was that fucking lollipop song from the Microsoft commercial in like 2011. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, that was, you know, maybe that becomes the permanent way you have to introduce the podcast forever. Congratulations. (laughs) It'd be like a secret handshake, just gradually over the years becomes Mm. more and more progressively longer and harder to remember. (laughs) Or you just like, what you pause harder on the pop. Five minutes of silence in between introducing. Ten minutes of silence before the episode. And now we're here. How you guys doing? Uh, yeah, good. Doing okay. Good. Besides uh, dying, um, I'm fine. Oh, <laughs> good. Besides God. dying, okay. I'm not I actually was, dying. I should. Emphasize I thought it was it, a joke at first, and now he keeps saying it. It's real. So, uh, I've inherited a chest infection from somebody at work. Oh, that's so sweet that they gifted you a chest infection for, <laughs> for the holiday. I never get something cool like that. I always get mugs from work. I never get chest <laughs> infection. I never get a chest <laughs> infection. Man, some people are just so lucky. Yeah, PSA, uh, cover your mouth when you cough, people, please. Yeah, especially if you're, you know, like, so an sad that just in general. PSA. Yeah, exactly. People just, like, openly coughing into other people's mouths throughout the <laughs> office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you good. hear the people that have, like, yeah. the really, like, raspberry cough. Oh, just, yeah. Like, oh, they're, they're fucked up. Like, they are. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. right when, like, COVID in 2021 finally opened up for travel, me and Jordan went to New York and on our way back like it was like we were nervous because first time on a plane after that whole debacle uh, which is still going on obviously uh and the guy behind us unmasked uh like worked for the airline and just had like the rattliest fucking lungs i've like, ever yeah, heard like, there's, a, there's just, a bunch of screws jingling yeah around and there. just <laughs> behind us and just like <laughs> just like i'm gonna die i'm gonna die i'm gonna die i'm gonna die i'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. yeah that was like the the, the individual work I was in the car with her. She's she's my lift to and from work. Oh, so you, there was no escaping that. You were there. Oh no, bro. No. So this is what you this is what you do next time she's your lift from work. You just you're like, oh, do you mind if we listen to a podcast that I really like? I think you'd enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> this you fucking bitch from work. Cover your no, fucking you, mouth. You know what you can do? I don't know if you've seen the TikTok of people's like fix when you're cutting onions, but they get the top of the the like the pan lid that's like glass. They put it in their hoodie and they pull their string so it's like a protective mask. <laughs> just like pull up the, like the, the carpool to work and you just have like a, a, a hazmat suit. <laughs> exactly. Whatever works. Fine. How are you, Jared? I'm doing great, actually. Doing well. Uh, excited to talk about this section of the game because it gets kind of spicy. Mm. Not really. All my percentages were actually kind of high with, <laughs> with a lot of these sections. I, I, I did the uh, predictable thing, apparently. What was your lowest percentage? Uh, 13. Interesting. Mine was a 15. I got a lot of low 20s and a 15. Mine was 3. Holy oh, shit. shit. <laughs> okay. I'm interested. Oh. Some of my decisions oh. I literally made, not because I thought they were the right decision, because I thought they would be interesting. <laughs> so <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Okay, let's get into a little bit of housekeeping here. If you don't know, Play Along Podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games in a book club format. What we'll do is the three of us will each take turns picking a game. We'll then break that game down into sections and then come together each week and talk about that section specifically. We'll talk about everything from gameplay to narrative, 
to how we're feeling in between each of the episodes and in between each of the sections. Uh, we do dive deep into the narrative, so if you are trying to avoid spoilers for everything, either play the game along with us or play the game first and then come back and listen to us. But if all that sounds interesting, show notes below, link below. We have our link tree that has all of our social media. It has our Discord. where We have a lot of fun conversations with a bunch of other podcasters that you can check out. And we have a Patreon, too, where we have bonus episodes that we do. Maybe talk about the industry. Maybe talk about games specifically. And we have a super cool D&D series that we're doing, which has been a ton of fun. Ben is our super special DM, and we're doing a video game-themed Yes. hopefully we can keep it going uh, i'm not going to get into the news about wizards of the coast and hasbro and open gaming license i was going to ask crap, you about that i saw i saw that i was going to ask you about it okay very very briefly uh tldr basically hasbro who own wizards of the coast and magic the gathering have realized that uh D is super popular because critical role yeah. and a bunch of other podcasts and they have changed their gaming license to prevent people from taking the D&D system and homebrewing it into a new system to use yeah. in their solo games. Which I feel so, like people have been doing. You know, they've been tweaking the D&D kind of format to fit whatever. They have. But now doing. the problem is that, like, because, I mean, like, for instance, like, Matt Mercer. Matt Mercer yeah. homebrewed this whole, like, Blood Hunter class that was made mm. available to people, and Venture Maidens have made this, like, whole fey world, and they've got all these fey creatures. But because of that, so many people are taking D&D and taking bits, but then homebrewing a lot of it, and Hasbro doesn't like it because that means they don't get money. So they've changed their yeah. license. They've also fucked over Magic the Gathering players and a short stock in a bunch of new sets and all of that stuff so yeah but i mean we're i i are we we're gonna keep doing the D podcast either way until wizards of the coast starts banging on our door and <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Just come cease and or not well fortunately it's locked behind a five dollar paintball on our they'll we will know so, you know what pay for it to watch it. Probably will never pay that five exactly <laughs> and they'll never know it's real so like it, it says D, but are they breaking any rules? There's a $5 yeah. paywall. That, ah, I'll fuck that shit. <laughs> exactly. Emergency executive meeting of whether they can <laughs> spare $5. It just has like our logo on our Patreon. Looks like we're, looks like we're, we're going to have to short sale another 10 fucking packs for magic. <laughs> 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 to compensate the cost. Uh, but yes, we are still doing that. Yes. So um, episode five should come out this week or mm. next week, potentially. Um and a brief section of that will be free to everyone uh, because, A, obviously, it's a little taster of the Patreon, but also because it was fucking brilliant. I was like, we thought it was fun and we wanted more people to. <laughs> yeah, I, I need people to experience Kai's Circle of Death fight against the Charging Chuck. So we're going like, to hype this up and people are like, I mean, it was, it was like, it was ice. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, Moose in sign language. Is it? Yep, that is Moose in sign language. That's audio. I love sign audio, language. Audio listeners, he put his like thumbs up to like his temples and his. I'm, I, I, okay, everyone who is listening, do what you think Moose in sign language is. It's not offensive, <laughs> I promise. It's exactly what you think it is. Um, I don't know. What was, what was I going to say as well? Uh, Sorry. Oh, yeah, because no, no, it's cool. Because also, uh, people may not have heard this, but Kai 
has promised that if we hit 20 patrons, mm-hmm. he's going to play Persona 5 in a long format oh, for the podcast. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit, what did, like, I, what did I promise? <laughs> I have not forgotten, and I'm going to promote the fuck out of the fact that you said 20, like, 20 patrons, death. them feet pics hit the Patreon, boys. <laughs> oh, man. But we have been dabbling in other people's podcasts. Uh, as debatable. Jared has been dabbling. <laughs> yeah, I've been slowly passing the play along empire to different podcasts and planting my the the seed Ooh. around all of the places that I can. Oh, go. that is not a great depiction. But yeah, go on, carry <laughs> well, on. I couldn't think of anything else. I plant the seed. Uh, but no, seriously, we were on uh, an episode of List Off podcast with Brian and Ryan that Mikey from Big Drink Energy Pod put together. Mm, you thank don't know you for that. Off. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate being included uh listoff took a indefinite hiatus from podcasting and we all love them and mikey wanted to put together a kind of celebration and top 10 list off moments and some like kind words towards all of them so they got a bunch of people that had guested on the show prior ben and i were one of those people onto the show to kind of talk about listoff and how we're feeling felt about them but it was super cool listoff is a great podcast brian and ryan are awesome uh brian was on um sorry ryan was on get wrecked with me where we talked about returnal and gta 5 and that was such a fun episode oh uh, yeah he's the reason you played returnal God. yeah and it was such such a good game i'm glad he recommended it but yeah go check out that episode and then go check out list off in general they have a great backlog of episodes with a ton of amazing guests so go, go check them out too uh i was also on an episode of super pod saga with tommy and aaron where we talked about pokemon we dived into like each generation and like what we liked and didn't like about that generation and what our teams would be, which was a ton of fun. And then I was on Switch It Up with um, Tyler and uh, Colby, <clears throat> where we talked about Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. And you'll notice I'm going to be on a lot of Pokemon uh, episodes <laughs> in the future. You are building a reputation for yourself as the Pokemon guy in the little yeah. podcast community, like community now, we have. Now that Scarlet and Violet has been out for a while, people are doing their like, what did we think about it kind of things. And if there's that kind of episode, I most likely will be or try to be on it too. So <laughs> expect to see me on other people's podcasts too. But yeah, that's that's kind of some of the stuff that we've been uh, we've been on which has been it's a ton of fun thanks to everybody for having us on our their podcast whenever we do it me and kai are extremely appreciative of all the requests we've been receiving hey do you want to be on pokemon podcast talk about scarlet and violet uh i would be no good talking about that so i'm very happy for you to to those are all the requests i've gotten so far my uh podcasting cap is met by this podcast (laughs) i don't know how you do more than this but (laughs) Uh, my life is just podcasting that's it i'm like driving to work just recording a podcast (laughs) yeah okay well we're gonna take a quick music break when we come back we're gonna dive into episode four chapter four to fast dust clones so we'll see you guys Okay, in the last episode of As Dusk Falls, we wrapped up book one, which was the first three chapters of the game that kind of focused on the central timeline. And we'll go because there's going to be many branching a timeline in this in this episode. Oh, God, yes, yeah. Of um, 
the family's in the motel. And now we fast forward to, we see little bits of, of Zoe when she's older. We kind of saw that in the end of the last episode and the beginning of this one. Um, but with this section specifically, we're going to tackle it in a little bit of a different way than the events occur with one another because in chapter four, they decided to bounce around between like two years earlier, three mm-hmm. later in the moment, two months ago. Like it, it, it bounces around so much between the timeline. It, it makes the uh, Tarantino approach to telling a story look like a Dr. Seuss book. Like it's just <laughs> constantly backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. And yeah. also meanwhile, and two months earlier, two weeks before, blah, blah, blah. 45 so, seconds ago, three minutes earlier. It was a the, lot of that. The I main didn't have a single problem with this. <laughs> oh, no, I, I followed it. I followed it. No, no, I, just, I did too. I don't know if listening to it in an audio format yeah, will make sense. Yeah, we'll just, yeah, we'll just go the, through. The main thing to take away from the section with Zoe, she basically just repeats a bunch yeah. of stuff about how she was traumatized. She has anxiety medication. And she's mm. like, I used to go running. Now I go swimming. Blah, blah, blah she's basically it's just explaining that she's traumatized specifically by by what happened after the motel because she says something along the lines of like it was bad but it was worse afterwards yeah and i mean we'll get to that because uh your boy's hella confused but uh i think we was going to tackle ash's storyline first right yeah so a little bit down the line in the middle of this section you start playing as ash which ash is Mm -hmm. uh, joyce's son so in this section i believe we are two months prior to the uh, event happening at the Mm -hmm. motel yes yeah so we start off with ash and it's funny because he's like he's like drawing pictures of like superheroes or whatever and he's like 100 wasn't paying attention at the beginning of this and when he was driving well he's not drawing pictures of superheroes he's drawing pictures of a pilot uh Mm -hmm. super pilot and i 1000 per thought 1000 percent thought this was vince like as a child like i was convinced because mm. vince wanted to be a pilot a pilot and yeah. was like i can understand why you thought that yeah and then i was like who the fuck is this kid what, what are we doing here what is I, was a little, I mean especially because like, there's so many there's so many time jumps in the beginning that i was like oh yeah. this is just mm-hmm. vince as a child and we're gonna learn about his father but nope. yeah like, who's this nope. chunk looking motherfucker because the only yeah. time we saw him prior to this was like right in the beginning when mm-hmm. the family goes to the hotel he runs out the door but that was the only time we had seen him prior to this so i was also confused of like who is this boy that we're playing as now and it looks like this like he runs out so he draws a picture and he runs out in the motel and the motel doesn't look finished yet so clearly the no. desert dream had just opened yeah. uh, when the uh you know events took place previously um, which is yeah. kind of crazy because paul talks about how big sam regularly comes in to get a soda or something so He's this been dude must be in, in there the last, every like, day <laughs> yeah uh what did no. you pick so you get to choose um the pilot he's like describing a pilot he's like oh he's known for his uh i said said decisiveness i said resourcefulness um we all should have said hair because immediately it cuts to a picture of him like outlining (laughs) the hair on the pilot and i was like well clearly Mm. i chose wrong attractiveness clearly was the right answer yeah i mean i was i was very close to picking attractiveness but um like you said, he runs downstairs and the desert dream is sort of barren. Joyce is like sweeping the floor. Yeah. And that's when I, that's when you realize like, oh, okay, this is Ash. Like yeah, the whole, for the whole time, you're like, I don't know who this is. Yeah. And he is telling Joyce about a friend of his who found a fort. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, there's a fort in the forest. And she's like, no, there fucking isn't. There's no forts in the forest. And he's like, no, no, no. My friend saw it. There was a rock shaped like a shark's tooth. Like, can mm. we? And he's trying to convince Joyce to go camping yeah. and so like, find this fort, this fort basically. Yeah. Um, and you get a bunch of answers. Uh, I picked make a campfire, I think. I also put make a campfire. Not because I wanted to, but because it didn't go low enough on the other option, which I think was like, <laughs> oh, watch the stars. It didn't that's go low I, enough to I do that. And then it clicked on fucking make campfire. And I was like, well, I'm going to burn mm-hmm. down the forest. Yeah. And fine. you also get a little bit of like the, the family dynamic here with Ash and his mom, because Ash kind of snap backs at Joyce saying like, oh, you never like have time for me. You're always working. You never have time for us to do anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you fucking single mother. Yeah. Get it together. <laughs> trying to trying to run a business on your own while raising a child. How fucking dare you? There's a comment exactly. that he makes, like someone about his dad, and she she says something back that's basically like your dad's a piece of shit. Like you you don't know the person. And you he don't is. you don't want to know about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, All right, fuck this. Like she's like, go get the mail, and he's like, okay. So he, he, your mail system in the US fucking baffles me. Um. <laughs> but well, okay. because like, I, no it's just, maybe i should say that specifically those mailboxes the stereotypical american mm. mailbox like i don't know if you live in an apartment complex i'm assuming why? you don't have that no why usually that, like hold on mm. run it back why does it baffle you let's let's go into the mailbox <laughs> we'll theory what's going this. on here yeah okay so in the uk uh you have your door and then you have like a little opening in the door, like a little uh-huh. letterbox, and the letters just come from. We don't do like mailboxes at the end of the garden and right. stuff also like that. Too. The reason is so the reason that this happens in America is because for a lot of our history, we had land, uh, and land works connected by very sparse roads, especially in rural communities. Like and so, as a mail person, from there. you don't want to walk all the way up someone's fucking driveway into the back fucking woods to get to their mailbox. So that's why we started putting mailboxes. And that became like a representative thing of owning land, like the white picket fence, the mailbox mm-hmm. out front. It was it's like a representation like of owning land. Too. Yeah, exactly. It's like, by the mailbox. it's like, it was, it started as just something that was very convenient and then became a representation of like the American dream. Huh? Uh, but, but no, then, you are correct. In like apartments. Yeah. We yeah. have these like massive. Like lockers. Yeah. Yeah. Like on the wall lockers and they used yeah. to yeah. put up in key in it. Yeah. Like, I mean, my entire life, I've never had like a mailbox. We've always lived in condos, so it was. Yeah. All... I mean, well, I even just... like ours, we have ours with Amazon is attached to, like our phone, so we'll get like codes sent to our phone, and then you type those codes yeah. in, and that opens a specific door that your package is associated yeah. to. Crazy, but I mean, I like. Do you know what? Like, do people in? America, I'm curious if you like if you're American and you're listening to this, you have one of these mailboxes. Do people steal your mail? Like, do you lose like? It's a federal offense and, to take mail, and that's how we send oh, mail. It's out a federal too. offense to fucking yeah, but like, that's like smoke that's crack. like it's not that's like but that's like one of the things that like <laughs> Americans particularly have like a weird. They're weirdly like, obsessed with mail. They, we yeah, like opening other person's mail. Like that's something even as a child you're told is like a crime. It's like yeah, uh, a like federal my, crime. I, I will say my do. my grandparents like grew up in a rural community in the Eastern Sierras, which is where I would stay with them a lot. And they had one of these mailboxes. The most frustrating part about having one of these mailboxes there is that it snows and the snowplow mm-hmm. would destroy it every season, and so they just have to keep buying mailboxes. That's the that's the downside to putting a mailbox by the street is that it would just get fucking yeah. wrecked every time someone would have to plow the road um but they had the same situation where like that house their driveway was like almost 
vertical like it was a steep ass driveway and no yeah and you would never you would never want to drive up it especially in the winter if it's not plowed Mm -hmm. um and then you put the little flag up if you have mail that needs to go out which i think is brilliant so you want to send out mail you put the fucking good idea um this this has been mail talk here on play yeah (laughs) (laughs) um the the desert dream has one of these uh a little bit down the road sort of off to the side just on route 66 and ash goes gets the mail and then he's like I screw this and just drives off. Just or rides off on he's his like, I'm bike. Out. <laughs> yeah, he's Into like, the wilderness. Uh, I'm gonna go find this fort. Yeah, and, and it almost immediately doesn't go well for Ash. He immediately is very. Uh... Who who eat, who eat, who ate the chocolate? Did anyone eat the chocolate? Yeah, I did. <gasps> you bastard! I, did I not saved eat that the chocolate. Uh, so Ash now begins impersonating this person in the comic. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be him as like a yeah. fighter pilot. Um, yeah. And he's like riding his bike as an airplane. A lot of QTEs. A lot (laughs) of QTEs. Um, You can stop the bike before you crash um, Mm. because he's coming up to like a very steep jump. Uh, I'm assuming, did you two manage to do that okay? Mm -hmm. You literally just tap a button and he stops. I didn't. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna jump it. Like when I was doing the QTE because it was tapping. I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, we're gonna do it!" Uh, and then he like slides, and I'm like, "No, fuck." Yeah, God, that was that's fine, I guess. Oh. Yeah. So and then he's like, oh, "I got to continue on foot," and he starts walking, and he gets lost. And that's when this chocolate Joker. bar situation comes up. It's dark. It's also he's night alone. now. He's the other yeah. say. It's dark. <laughs> he's alone in the woods, and he's like, "Oh man, I'm so hungry," and he pulls a chocolate bar out of his backpack. Mm-hmm. Now. I wanted to eat the chocolate bar, but I thought, hey, I don't know how long I'm going to be trapped in this woods. Last resort, if I'm like absolutely starving, then I'll exactly. eat the chocolate bar. So I did Survival not eat the chocolate mode. bar. See, my my mentality was thinking from like his kid perspective. He's just like, I'm hungry now. I'm going to eat this chocolate bar. Like mom's probably going to come save me. Like, that's, he he seems like and pretty, that's what's wrong with America. He seems like a pretty <laughs> savvy kid, though. Like later on when he goes to the cabin, he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, like, you know, like, we'll get to that anyway. Um, so yeah. I'm interested what happened because a boar then appears. And mm-hmm. I only learned recently that uh, America apparently has like an infestation of wild oh, yeah. boars. Yeah, yeah, yeah boars especially, fucking especially in the Southwest. It's yeah. fucking wild. Not, not so yeah, much here to... in California. But... <laughs> no, we used, but... to, we used to stay in uh, fucking like arizona and yeah. they would they have like javelinas which are these like little devil pigs that just mm-hmm. run around fucking communities they're terrifying which just like headbutt you, you in the shin like every, they're really aggressive yeah they're yeah, awful they're really mean um so yeah very mean boar appears and i'm assuming kai did the same thing i did you yeah, get the, the option of throwing the chocolate <laughs> to the boar because he's yeah. like Ooh. you throw the chocolate and then you sort of walk off and you've distracted the boar so oh, uh, interesting jared <laughs> What did, did you, you get you impaled? Do? What happened? <laughs> no, <laughs> what happened? nothing. Nothing bad happened in the situation. So when the, the prompt came up to uh, speak calmly to the boar, and this reminded me of the dog um, uh, QTE in the very beginning of the game, it was almost like the first thing you do because I think talking calmly was the thing you were supposed to do. Uh, I didn't do that. I decided I was like, I feel like that's not going to be a good idea. It was like speak calmly, um, oh, be aggressive towards it, like, try to like show your dominance, or run. And I was like let's just get out of here let's just run so i decided to run uh the boar chases after you he kind of like ash just dodges him every now and then and then he escapes and it's fine do you have to do qts yeah 
Right. And there is an option. If you fail those QTEs, you get like impaled by a boar. Yeah, there's two options. There's escape from boar unharmed and uh, get impaled by boar. So I'm just <laughs> oh, I'm wondering. Shit. I didn't think that was actually a thing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I escaped unharmed. I, I did all the QTEs correctly and was able to uh, hell yeah. run the board there. And so. you got to eat a chocolate bar. And I got to eat win, a chocolate bar, so win. it's a win-win for Ash. Well, I guess you did, you did have to burn those calories running away. Yeah, so. yeah, you've uh, you've had a net loss. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, And then I believe after this is where we discover the fort, right? We just kind of wander upon it in the morning. Yeah, so, I mean, Ash has been wandering around all night at this point. Mm. When we cut back to him. It is daytime when he finds the cabin and he's like, I'm cold. I need water. Uh, and then you have an option of looking through this cabin and deciding what things you want to interact with first. I immediately got water from him because he said he was thirsty. Me too. So yeah. this is where I was like vindicated because I was like, he seems like a savvy kid. He's got his survival sort of knowledge. He's like, okay, right. I need warmth. I need water. I did not drink the water. Um, That's a wild choice. I did not purely because... I just didn't trust stagnant cabin water. Um, it's in a faucet. A stagnant yeah, cabin. It seems like a, just because pretty... it's in a faucet doesn't mean like okay. um, I'm assuming well, that, that faucet is connected to water tanks, and that, you if know. that water tank's been sat there for two years. Right, R.I.P. Flint, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the the first thing I did was get warm. I was like, that's mm. my priority. Like, get warm, and then I uh, I checked out the hatch. There's a hatch mm. on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even see that shit. It was yeah, it's like right by the too. table. Yeah, there's a bear trap on the wall. I checked the hatch. I- you open the hatch, and it's like basically um, like a crawl space under the cabin. There's nothing there. I was expecting to find like a skeleton or something, but there's nothing there. It's just like a small pile of bricks. Are you able mm. to use that later when you You're have to not, hide? Unfortunately, no, that's unfortunate. fucking stupid. Yeah, I was kind uh, of. Did you check the Did you check the bear trap? Because I was worried about hurting myself, so I didn't even click on it. I, I just I deliberately avoided it. I was like, I'm gonna get some water. Oh my and god, we're warm. we're such pussies. Someone should have clicked on the bear trap. There's nothing <laughs> here um, about Ashley's arm. Anything happening? Trap. So with the bear trap, I think he just looks yeah. at it. And it's like, oh, that's not. I it. also i i looked I looked at the cabinet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and there's a, a whole bunch of beer and nothing else, pretty much. Interesting. Nope. I didn't do And then that. Med- medical supplies. Yeah, yeah. so what happened is that Ash also kind of scraped his knee or scuffed his leg while running through the forest. So he's looking and he finds a first aid kit that has Band-Aid, an abdominable... Abdominable... Uh, abdominable pad. Abdominal pad. There you go. Cough medicine and painkillers. I'm assuming the abdominal pad is like if you get... Do you survive being impaled by the boar, or do you just die? I don't know if do you actually get impaled because it says in the in the walkthrough I'm looking at it just says the boar runs ash over. Mm. Well, that would that would be the impaled part. Oh, okay, interesting. Gotcha. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think you die if that's the the that would yeah no gotcha. Okay. Very short. You just probably get injured, and it makes other things later on more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I took yeah. painkillers because I couldn't find the band aids, so I just took some painkillers. Interesting. Band-aids were like when you open a medical box, there's like mm-hmm. a mesh bit on the top on the inside yeah. of the lid. And the band-aids are in there. I yeah, was I, I was looking uh for like alcohol wipes. I was like, I need to clean this graze. <laughs> like, disinfect this shit. Um but no, I, I got the I found the band-aids and I took the band-aids and and he gets like a big square band-aid and puts it over his cut. Yeah. What did yeah, you do? I just... Oh, you took painkillers. 
Oh, yeah, just took some painkillers, and he goes back to the faucet and like slurps up water and takes a couple painkillers. Fast forward, like, like twenty years later, yeah. he's just hooked on drugs. <laughs> okay, they're fucking ibuprofen. Hooked <laughs> <laughs> on drugs. It all starts somewhere. Like doing methadone. Yeah, getting uh, drunk. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, ibuprofen, the gateway drug, which I think you know, given some things that happened later, may be helpful. I don't know what the the time period on on the drugs I took was, but that's very hope. true. Um, uh, and then someone comes to the cabin. That's the next. Yeah. Thing that so happens, in the right? game, yeah. this is where it cuts back, but we're gonna keep on. So we, yeah. now we're in the cabin, and you hear a voice that we know is Bear. Too. Yeah, you hear gunshots, and we recognize Bear's voice, but obviously Ash doesn't know who the fuck that is. Yeah. So you are now given the option of hiding, mm-hmm. and. I hid in the uh cl- in the closet. Oh, That's mistake! The first thing he opens. I went to the bed. I went to the bed too, like, bro. We're the same bed. person. So the you get three options. You get behind the door of the cabin, which to which me is stupid there's like, idea. There's little fucking windows in it. He would like see you <laughs> as he opens the door. Plus, also like I'm always like in my head. I was like, what if he like swings that door open and it's just like, I chose to hide in the closet. There's like this. Um, I think Bear calls it the pantry or something, but it's like mm. this. It looks like a wardrobe kind of yeah. thing. There's nothing in it. I hid there. It's the rabbit hutch. That's what it is. So, yeah, <laughs> what happened in yours? Because in, in mine, from hiding under the bed, that's the first place he goes. He also thinks, yeah. he also knows someone's in the cabin, he, but he thinks it's Jay. He's like talking to Jay as he's in the cabin. He's like, oh, I got, I got the hunt. You're going to come skin or whatever. So, he, he knows someone's in the cabin. I feel like we should go through yours because. Okay. Um, Yours seems less than mine because mine got uh, hella aggressive and oh. uh, potentially close to violent. So let let's go with oh, yours first. Bear showed these true colors. I'll say that. Oh, cool. Okay, so then for for hours, and Kai, you can correct me if any of this differed from your experience, but Probably. you're under the bed, and the entire time Bear is talking to Jay, and I wasn't necessarily yeah. listening to what he was saying because I was trying to get out of there. Essentially, you just do a series of QTEs that brings you from under the bed to behind the couch to running out the front door. And when he runs out the front door, Bear bursts open the door. And he's like, hey, you little shit, get back here. You better not tell anybody about this or I'm going to kill you or something. And he shoots a shot into the air. Uh, I have a problem with this. Uh, This is is much similar to the watch debacle of the last episode. (laughs) Is it a gun? uh, Yeah, it's the gun. Uh, so I don't know much about hunting because I'm a fancy boy, but I do know that if you're rabbit hunting, you don't do that with a rifle, uh, for two reasons. Uh, rabbits are small and fast, but mm-hmm. also a rifle has a very high caliber and would literally blow a rabbit in half. Yeah, don't they have uh, like special like vermin rifle like for like hunting small uh, animals? Usually you just use a shotgun with birdshot in it, and then you take the pellets out as part That's... of the cleaning process. Okay. Because you have Explain to, you have to my spread. dumb English brain. Um, because I feel like a shotgun shell would just eviscerate a rabbit. So <laughs> it eviscerates rabbits because of the bullets. In the great words of Dave Chappelle, there's two types of shotgun bullets. There's <laughs> buckshot and there's birdshot. Buckshot that's, is that's like one standard. solid like pellet that would like kill a deer or a man. 
uh, birdshot is just like little searing BBs that would kill things like rabbits and birds, but you could Smart shoot a person with, with, uh, it's the yeah, with birdshot. It's the equivalent of spraying and praying. You're just hitting it's, the most well, area. Right, yeah. because rabbits are running in bushes. They're very small, and you so if you have a wide, wide if you know the general area, you can just bah, and then. But he has like a idea. scope. He has a scope <laughs> on his fucking rifle. Yeah. Like he's, he's like, yeah, he's American snipering rabbits. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, got like um, like a like a proper like bolt action yeah. rifle, like some fucking Lee Harvel Os- Oswald shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was just like, this is okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, but uh, very uneventful. We just escape out of the cabin, and Bear yells at us to not tell anybody about this, or we would have trouble. So that was all it's that happened with our interaction in the cabin. Well, <laughs> we do run out of the cabin, and then I right, don't know, do but you, I, bro- I broke my leg. So yeah, I, uh, I broke my leg as well. Nothing, nothing in here is about what Bear says to um, Ash. But anyway, so in my playthrough, I hid in the closet. Like uh-huh. I said, Bear comes into the fin, and he's like, Jay hang these fucking rabbits in the pantry and uh, jay's not there and he's like all right fine fuck you i do myself and then he opens yeah. the closet which is the pantry to put the rabbits in which is where you are and, which is where i am and i'm like oh fuck <laughs> he grabs ash by the scuff of the t-shirt like by his yeah. throat and slams him against the wall and he's like what are you doing here, you little fuck um and i told him that i was lost you get i'm injured i'm exploring or i'm lost and I told him I'm lost. In the walkthrough, it ends there, but that's not what happens. He's like, oh, okay, you're lost, right? He's like, how the fuck did you find my cabin? And you're like, I stumbled across it. And he's like, bullshit. He's like, nobody I'm knows lost. about this fucking... He's like, nobody knows about this fucking cabin. Who told you? He's like, did they send you? I told them that I'd pay them, like referencing Fawn mm, and people like that. Yeah. Well, there is a there is a note in the cabin that he does read i don't know if this happened in yours but in ours in mine, ne- no. next to the rabbit on the table there's like a note and he has some weird dialogue where he's like you know fuckers couldn't oh, even yeah. come out here they're like you know he's like they have to send a note like something like that where he's yeah, like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah so so uh he then proceeds to carry ash by the scruff of the t-shirt over to that table by the um mm, the by the window and by the bear trap and mm. I thought oh fuck okay here we go um he then pulls out what I can only describe as a filleting knife for like skinning rabbits like, and stuff like a really yeah. thin knife and uh-huh. he's like putting it to ash and he's like you know fucking saying x y z and he's like you know I don't like liars blah 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 and he's like he's like are you a thief and you're like I'm not a thief no and uh, he goes into this monologue about how his eldest son stole from him when he was younger. And he's like, I gave him a choice between losing his ear and losing his finger. And I was like, he's like, which one do you want to lose? I chose ear. And he was like, interesting. He's like, my boy chose his finger. And then he like goes to like go like that on your like face and you get a bunch of options of what you want to say. And I was just like, fuck it. And I said to him, I was like, I'm not fucking scared of you, old man. 
Oh yeah, that's that's this that's what you should do in the situation where someone, <laughs> a giant man is pinning you on a table with a knife rubbing up against your cheek. I thought it was bravado in that moment. The way it comes across is like bravado, he, yeah, right? You know, bear bear respects. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's one thing I know about bears, it's that you're supposed to be as big as possible yeah. and loud. So I, how, I did that work, the, how did that work for you? Ironically enough, he moves the I now knife away. Don't have an ear. <laughs> <laughs> he moves the knife away from Ash's face and he's like, You got balls, kid, I'll give you that. I fucking respect nah, that. It's being oh. worse. There you go. Fuck yeah. And uh, he was like, but now you know what I'm capable of. He's like, you know what's going to happen if you tell anyone about this cabin. And you're like, I'm not going to tell anyone. And he's like, you better fucking not. And he's like, now get the fuck out of here before I change my mind. And you go to walk out the door and you're running out the door. And he comes to the door, aims the gun at Ash and like shoots to a tree off the side of where Ash is running. And he's like, he's like, don't you fucking tell anyone, boy. Like he's proper adamant about like scaring Ash not to tell anyone. It's this, about I think they just cut wild. to the same animation that yeah. plays regardless of what happens. Because the same thing happens. He comes out, he shoots the gun, mm-hmm. and he's like, don't tell anyone, well, motherfucker. In your one, did, uh, did Jay come back? Yeah. In my mm. one... In my one, after Ash is running away, Jay comes back with rabbits, and he's like, "Dad, oh. who you shout? Who you shouting at? Who you shooting?" Oh no, and he, Jay was not in mine at all. Yeah, he like no. Jay comes back and he's like, "Who you? What are you shooting at?" And he's like, "Oh, I just he's like, I thought I saw like a rabbit." And Jay's like, "Pardon, there's no rabbits around here. Like, we seven miles." And he's like, away. "I'm gonna go hand these in the pantry." And like, basically, you were very close <laughs> to Jay discovering Ash in the cabin. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder what that interaction would have been if, if I found uh, fell into bear. a big ravine. I fell into a big ravine as well. I think I, you have I, to. And then I broke my leg. Oh, my leg. shit. Did you really? Yeah. Because he yeah, falls into the ditch and he's like, he, he, like, he knocks out and he wakes back up. He comes to and he's like, don't be broken, don't be broken, don't be broken. And he moves it and screams. So he's like yes, trying yeah, to yeah. Like, Yeah, your leg is broken. Forest. And this is when you discover the adventure pamphlet, right? yes that your mom gave you yeah because your mom's making a big deal and she's like somebody gifted it to her to take ash on and basically i think she was like planning to take ash there or something um and then you have for him yeah you have a qte where you are attempting to pull yourself out of this very deep ravine oh it's not one qte it's many many sequential qtes five (laughs) apparently according to this walkthrough um it was a lot and uh basically what is happening is you're like pulling on like the root of a tree or something and like using that to climb up out of this ravine uh, yep. Did either of you fail this, or did you both manage to get out? Nope. No, it was a pretty simple QTE. Unscathed. It's just like, uh, okay. yeah. So well, they, they they start introducing. Really? I think I think it's. Oh, is this when you get the circle? Is this where you have to? Yeah, we have the circle. No. The... Yeah, I thought yeah. that's starting the car. I thought oh, that was yeah, the first right, time with right. Jay when he's hot, right, hot wiring the car. Never mind. We'll get there. We'll, mm-hmm. get, we'll there. get there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you climb out of the ditch, and then you end up in the hospital because your leg's broken. Did you tell no. the sheriff about the cabin? I was going to say, there's a wee bit before that. You, you're you on the road, uh, you come up to the road, and there's like a police car, and Dante gets out, and he's like, Ash, fucking hell, boy, like, I've got half the sheriff's department looking for you. And he's like, where the hell have you been? And you're given the choice of saying you was in the cabin or keeping the cabin a secret. Now, 
we should say in in preference um at this moment of playing we know about the cabin because the Holt family go there we'll get to that but yeah uh the whole reason the Holt cabin Holt family go there is because as far as they know no one knows about the cabin so they can use Correct. it as a hiding spot right because they're still um, outrunning the the police at this point yeah i was like ash is a scared boy he in my situation he's just been threatened with a knife nearly lost his ear had a gunshot near him broken his leg in a ravine i fucking told dante i also told snitches dante. get stitches motherfucker my mine, mine was less aggressive though i, I oh, also told dante see uh, the, I like, if i had escaped the cabin <clears throat> i probably wouldn't have mentioned anything but given the way that bear was towards ash and like everything that ash went through in my playthrough i was like no fuck that guy like i'm telling people where yeah. his fucking cabin is i also think he would have been scared i'm universally playing this game to try to keep people alive every decision i'm just like <laughs> what is gonna lead to not dying see that's how a lot of decisions know were, what and, there. And, and sometimes like in this instance i would i was kind of like reading ash i feel like he is literally from what we've seen at least been outside for uh a little less than 24 hours or so it's but gotta be at least two days at this point like it's he's scared he's terrified he would have just said something especially in my situation where i wasn't threatened by a knife knife point by this man he would have been like i was at this cabin in the woods mm -hmm. and do you know what it is as well scared. he gives me big chunk vibes from the goonies and like anyone who's seen the goonies <laughs> know that like chunk breaks down when the family start interrogating him and he's like oh like i cheated on a chest in eighth grade and all of this kind of crap <laughs> yeah. so i felt like ash would just kind of crack so yeah i did tell dante you um, guys would never make it in prison which i mean i'm <laughs> I'm not a fucking little bitch boy. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that, but that is the end of the sections with Ash as of now. We, we uh, Dante picks us up and presumably brings us to a hospital or or, or something in that manner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think a little later on, he um, Ash does show up with the mom, but it's just literally like reuniting them. Like, oh my gosh, I was so scared and everything like that. But that is essentially all of the. All of the instances that we make decisions with Ash. Oh, interesting. Because actually in mine, sorry, I just randomly remembered. There uh -huh. was a very small section later on where, um, oh, hang on, wait. Yeah. No, Four it's in chapter five. Bleeding, it's chapter five. Don't worry. Bit, Ignore yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait, let's so let's we do the break and we'll talk about Jay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Let's yeah. do that. Enjoy the music. Okay, yeah. So we start off now playing as Jay again, and this is this is the events that happen right when you start this chapter. Like you said, we mixed it up a little bit for a little bit of continuity and to, to just understand the situation a little better. And I have a very different situation than you two. We start back up, and oh, it's God, in the Jay, scene. Dude. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Jay was <laughs> reversing been, the car. Vince. 
Yeah, Vince is with you. That's wild. Over the train tracks, they make it and they start driving into the forest. Classic. To avoid, they they had stopped the cars, but unfortunately, there's a helicopter now that is pursuing them. So they turn into the deep forest to kind of avoid the eye of this helicopter. And you cut to Jay and the family, and in mine and Ben's instance, Zoe in the car, trying to decide on where they're going to go and how they're going to tackle the situation that they're in now. Mm-hmm. Should we do? ours and then we'll go into kai's yeah because i'm curious of how sure. the whole situation with vince goes um so in my playthrough mm. uh i have zoe with me we pull into the yep. forest and H- mama holt's like take that left and there's a qte where you go into the forest and mm. you're trying to evade the helicopter uh mama holt and tyler get out and they start having this argument about whether they should go to mexico or whether they should go to Canada, because the police mm. are expecting them to head south. I'm assuming because they're in Arizona, the south would be closer. Yeah, Mexico is significantly closer to their right, okay. location now so, than Canada is. Yeah, so Tyler's like, okay, well, if that's what they're expecting, uno reverse, let's go Canada. Um, and then you get the choice. They start arguing, you get the choice of either siding with Mama Holt, siding with Jay, or telling them to shut up, basically. And mm. I was like, stop arguing. Yeah, that's what I did as well. And they both turn around and they're like, shut up, Jay. And then you get back in the car with Zoe. Yeah. And Zoe proceeds to like cry. And she's like, I want my daddy. And you are now given the option of freeing Zoe from the car or keeping her in the car. What did you do, Ben? Hear me out. I know it's counterintuitive. I kept Zoe in the car. Oh, no, I kept Zoe in the car too. That made more sense to me. Like I was I, like, I, I, I let was, her I leave, and yeah. she's in the forest lost. What is she gonna do now? Just no one exactly. else here. I was like, I hate that she's in this situation, yeah. but like, fuck knows where we are. She can't fend for herself in a forest. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, you have to stay here with us now. Yeah. Um. And so, Mama Holt and Tyler get back in the car, and they're mm-hmm. like, we're going to Canada. And um you then proceed to drive because what they're going to do is they're going to go to the cabin. They're going to stay at the yeah. cabin for a little while. There's and then there, there's some like resources there as well. Exactly. Yeah. So now what happens is you're driving along on the road and there's like, I, what is that in the road? That creature is it like a coyote or a hyena or like yeah, some sort okay. of like, it's a coyote. I don't, know. I don't really remember some sort yeah. of like coyote or something. There's no QTE. Jay just swerves the car and fucking crashes it, like rolls over several times. You now uh, wake up in the car and you can hear Sharon and Tyler, who uh, there's like sirens in the background and they're like, Jay, Jay, Jay. And they're like, we can't get him. We've got to leave him. And they run off and leave Jay and Zoe in the car crash. Which is Um, fucking crazy. And now you are uh, tasked with trying to find out how to get out the car the seatbelt's mm-hmm. stuck you have to go in the glove box get a screwdriver he jimmies that into the clutch of the seatbelt that undoes yep, the seatbelt zoe is still alive yes um and you get zoe out of the car and now you are presented with the option of leaving zoe in the road or moving her to the side of the road so it, ha- it hasn't showed any effect yet but you have to do one or two QTEs to get Zoe out of the car. 
I actually failed one and she slams her shin on the side of the car and like kind of yelps a little bit as you're pulling her mm. out. So it, it hasn't shown any that that decision or that failing that was going to lead to anything just yet. But that, that also that's what happened. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, you now have the option of like staying with Zoe, basically, or leaving Zoe on her own at the side of the road and mm-hmm. fleeing. Um, the cops, so you can hear the sirens getting closer. I left Zoe on the side of the road. Oh, interesting. I was like, look, the police are going to come. They'll take you back to your mum and dad. I can't be here. I need to leave. And Jay leaves her on the side of the road, heads into the forest. Um, oh. He heads into the forest. Does he not go, does he not go under the bridge? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he goes under the bridge. Sorry. Yes, oh, yeah, gotcha. yeah. So the, the police turn up. He runs away. He does go under the bridge, all right? Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and the police are like, "Oh, we think we saw someone run," and he's like clutching onto the bars underneath the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Zoe gets picked up; she gets taken into the police car and then reunited with uh, Michelle and Vince. Is that in this section or is that later? I mean, it's it's a little later, but uh, it's like the back and forth kind of thing. Yeah, with, it, it yeah. doesn't matter. So yeah, yeah, in, it, it makes sense in this context. In my situation. Um, yeah, she gets she gets reunited with um that they take her to the motel and Vince is being escorted into the back of an ambulance because he was shot in the leg. Mm-hmm. Michelle Same. is like um you know, uh she's like saying, like, oh like I'm really sorry he got hurt, you know, well, what are we gonna do? Uh he gets taken into the back of the ambulance, Zoe runs up, hugs Michelle, nice little family reunion. Yeah. In my playthrough, as of now, that is the end of the Walker family story yeah it's it's the same with mine my situation is very similar to yours ben the only difference is i smashed zoe's leg as she was coming up out of the car and after she was reunited vince was also being wheeled in the back of the ambulance but she was reunited with um uh father what's his name um is that jim jim yeah she was reunited with jim and she like hugged jim and everything and that was so interestingly jim jim's nowhere to be seen in my playthrough he got out safely i escorted him out of the window when the motel was on fire mm-hmm. but he wasn't there for that family reunion interesting did uh, jim get hit in the head uh in your spin he did indeed yes so oh, like okay. hospital or something maybe Okay. Maybe they, they might have taken him straight to the hospital when he came oh out, no wait like... did he get hit in the head in yours jared that's what i meant to ask Mm-mm. That's why he's there. Yeah. So, it, so in mine, in mine too, Jim goes to the hospital, and then you get the message from Dante during the last chapter where he says, "Your father's fine. Uh, you know, he's gonna make yeah, a full but what's recovery." Interesting Don't worry. is, I never got that message. Well, I did. And we have the same <laughs> situation. Yeah, but so like in my situation, Jim just isn't there. I'm assuming that when he, he come out of the, the motel, that's what I'm assuming. After the motel fire, he mm. got taken to the hospital, and that's why he's not there. Yeah. Yeah. But what happened in yours, Kai? I'm curious with the with Vince and your situation. What happened there? Well, a happy accident. That's what happened. Uh, it's very similar. So obviously, Vince is in the back of the car. Uh, instead of crying and throwing a tantrum, Vince is like, "You gotta let me go. You don't need me anymore." Because uh, the same thing happens with Jay, where he's like, "They're arguing." I said the same thing, which was stop arguing, and they were like, "Get the fuck back in the car." Uh, Vince is like, "Hey Jay, let me go. Like, you don't need me anymore. You guys have already escaped the police. Like, just." you know, unlock the door. The problem is, is that the older brother has a gun, has a shotgun yeah. uh, in his hand while they're, they're talking. And so I was like, I'm not going to let this motherfucker go because if he starts to run, they're just going to shoot him and then he's dead. The way the time uh, is acting at the moment, a hundred percent. Yeah. 
so this is my this is my three percent uh decision by the way uh is that i didn't let him out of the car but he then attacks jay and i did the classic uh qte put the controller down and then fail a qte and he attacks jay unlocks the car and runs and the mom stops the older brother from shooting because he she doesn't want to alert anyone to where they are Mm. with the sound of a gunshot and so he three percent is uh vince escaped the car and he literally just goes back to the Desert Dream Hotel and just hugs his family. Like, that's that's the whole scene. Wow. Like, he just makes it out completely scot-free. Does he it, just runs into the forest, and then all of a sudden it cuts to him at the Desert Dream. And he's like, oh, I'm so glad to see you guys. And I was like... Do you still go through the whole well, car, was, car crash scene, too? With yeah. Jane and so the then they're like, yeah. So then they, you know, they get in the car. But it's just the three of them. There's no mm, one else in the car. Interesting. So just the three of them crash the car. In the, blah, blah. In the walkthrough... If Vince is in that car when it crashes, Vince dies. He dies. Yeah, he dies. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. that's why that's why I, was compl- I tried to keep him in the car, and then I realized afterward he would have died if he hadn't escaped. And the only reason he lived is because I failed the QTE. That's wow. crazy. Woo. Just uh, well, we're so yeah. on percentages. My percentages weren't crazy, but twenty four percent of people kept Zoe in the car. Twenty five percent left with Zoe in the wreckage, and twenty two percent of people moved Zoe out of the road. Mm. what happens what happens if you let her run uh or leave her in the, like the car or leave her in the road yeah i can't actually find no, out no, no, because this like, like at the big the walkthrough we're using is based on the person's decisions and they kept mm-hmm. her in oh. the car yeah i just meant like at the beginning oh, when you're you arguing she's door. like let me out if you just let her run into the forest i'll have, what a, happens, I'll have like, a google yeah. while you guys carry on okay uh and then we go to the desert dream uh after you escape the wreckage uh and there's the fbi guy who was there briefly yeah. at the end of chapter two i believe and he's just you know he's like man we need to find these boys uh and then you wake up in vanessa's house which we don't really know is vanessa yet yeah so like jay jay had been walking around the forest and he kind of like passes out and knocks out and he comes yeah. to in this strange home which we learn is yeah. some girl named Vanessa who had just kind of found us when which we, we don't, were... we don't even really learn that you just like yeah. start clicking on things in the house and you're mm-hmm. just like reading documents. One is like a school letter about a girl getting like threatened to be kicked out of school. Yeah, Cause she had, and like, then eventually, yeah, eventually you click on enough that you like, you look at the family photos, blah, blah, blah. And then it zooms in close on like a little Hummel, uh, like ceramic house. And then all of a sudden a girl appears and she's like, be careful with that. That was Mama's. Where the fuck are we right Sorry, now? So um, I had a Google um, and okay. I found a review walkthrough by The Gamer, which is like a uh, news website. Mm-hmm. If you free Zoe, she just returns to Desert Motel uh, unharmed. Okay. Well, that's what happened to Vince. Just not the way I tried. Like, uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, I get the impression I get, that I the, get ho- the motel girl. is like an insane number of miles away from where they are. At yeah, the but moment. she only—she only—they just pulled off the road. All she has to do is make it to a road. And we already know walking. that there's police driving around looking yeah, for them anyway. And she's like, "Yeah, she's like that's true. I guess yeah. Chances are someone's gonna find her. She doesn't have to walk all the way back to the desert dream. Yeah. Um. Then there's a fucking wild section with Mima, which just oh, yeah. oh, don't even understand yeah, no, fucking there's, hell. there's a blind uh fucking like whatever the word have is. we introduced alzheimer's have we introduced vanessa have we done the whole yeah. like yeah. wake up in vanessa's house Van- yeah, yeah yes yeah 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 vanessa was the girl so, that woke up with a little what did you guys look at in her house because there's a bunch of shit you can look at 
you have to look at everything. Yeah, you have to look at everything. Okay. Yeah, because once you look at everything, it won't let you. So then it hard cuts. The only the only interesting thing is that a there's a cop car outside who's looking for the holes, and b there is a letter talking about uh, a child named Vanessa who was caught smoking cannabis and is basically being threatened with suspension yeah. from the Catholic school that she's attending. Yeah, she's a, she's a cat. She has uh, a Catholic it's also very important that you remember the name of the Catholic school uh, yes. later in this section. I did. Uh, it, it's written on the top of that letter. Uh, and then, yes, so then you're talking to Vanessa and you, I think, I don't know if you, you lie to her yet. Yeah, like, she offers to yeah. take you to the hospital. Uh, and I was like, I was like, no, I can't afford it. And she was like, what, don't you have like insurance? And I was like, yeah, but you know, they always like scam you and you end up paying more than you should and Mm -hmm. managed to convince her not to take us to the hospital. Yeah. At this point, by the way, I was like, I'm in love. Oh yeah. I I was already shipping Jay and Vanessa. Vanessa. (laughs) I was like shipping hard, bro. If they they decide to make a a side series that just followed Jay and Vanessa on their adventures, I'd fucking play the shit out of that. Yeah, I, I, was like, the, I was like, I'm, I'm here for it. The room, Jay deserves. It's this not shit. even like a sexual tension between them or anything. It's like a romantic chemistry the, between yeah, them, like from the get go. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. palpable. Like when, when you meet them, and you're like, this girl's gonna. Be especially with, them. especially with Mima, oh, yeah. <laughs> who, who <laughs> clearly has Alzheimer's, yeah. and then she like comes up to you, and the only option you're given with Mima is she's like, Maddie. Is that you? And you're just like your options are either to say yes, it's well, me, no, or bitch. yeah, I no, said I no. said no too. Which uh, sixty nine percent of people said no. Hey. So uh, we know we know the real ones out there. But uh, <laughs> no, I was like, this is the most uncomfortable situation ever, and I didn't know if I was supposed to say yes to be like, you know, nice to Vanessa and be like, yeah, it's me, me ma, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was like, that's weird. I can't. Hey, Jay, I can't do Jay that. has Jay has that really also for sure. Fucking snaps because what happens next is Vanessa asks us to study with her. She's like, studying's more fun with someone. And I'm like, like, bitch, I dropped out of school, but okay. Uh, And then we're talking about like uh, environmental science, which is like fucking my shit. (laughs) And then they're like, oh, who's the president? Yeah, Yeah, because it's like the, it's who started the first national park, which is Theodore Roosevelt. So pissed about because I knew that was Teddy Roosevelt. I got the, I got the Roosevelt, I got the wrong Roosevelt. Oh, interesting. Because on mine, I tried to click Teddy Roosevelt, and I don't know what happened. There was like some delay with my mouse or something, um, and I ended up clicking Abe Lincoln, and I was like, "No, Abe Lincoln did not like fuck." Uh, man. Well, I knew it was Teddy I Roosevelt. Fucking, he was a badass. Thirty-nine uh, percent of people answered the history question, uh, which made me look really fucking smart. And she's like, "Wow, you know so much." And I'm like, "Yeah, I watch TV sometimes." <laughs> <laughs> uh and then her very aggressive father comes home which yeah uh, mr dorlin not a solid dude yeah you do a little bit of like heart to heart with her as well like you're you sort of you you can choose about everything yeah you can choose to open up um and you don't tell her she thinks your name's dean which you get from dean so and so on that school now um (laughs) which is wild smart Big man brain. smart man <laughs> word association um and she's like oh you wouldn't understand my dad he's super controlling and i was like it's funny you talk about dads and crazy family yeah like you jared told her everything i was like you know my dad uh hung himself tried to commit suicide yeah um i stopped him you know like my brother is a bit of a dick to me sometimes he's nice mm. sometimes he's not literally told her 
everything about the Holt family history. Aside from the whole being a criminal kind of thing, that has not yes. been disclosed. She also tells us about her brother, who died in a car yeah. accident, uh, who was hit by a drunk driver because yes. he was also on drugs. It's very confusing. It's like two <laughs> well, so people he, who... Yeah, he was he was hit by a drunk driver, and you find out later on in this section, basically, that the dad blames the son because the son was high. And that's yeah. why the dad is like so anti-drugs. He doesn't want his daughter smoking weed because mm -hmm. his son was high when he was killed. That's the way he views it. It's really weird. Yeah. It's a weird, really weird delivery because later he's like, "It was four a.m." and I was like, "Man, that's not a good justification." And there's like a long pause, and then he's like, "And he had enough shit in his system to kill a horse." And I was like, "Okay, that's different." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, maybe you should like maybe you should leave." Uh, so the dad comes not back. The yeah, the dad mm -hmm. comes back, and he's like, "Oh, who's this?" And she's like, "Oh, it's Dean." He goes to my school, and then the dad no. does that fucking shit where he like puts the gun on the side on the side like, table, and zooms in yeah, on it. And he's zooms in and he's like puts the gun down he's like oh okay dean uh what's the name of the school that you attend yeah. and i was like oh awesome. fuck i clicked <laughs> bridgley i clicked bridgley. broadway <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting so what happens i got i got a crap I, I got bridgley okay interesting so if you do that he just becomes suspicious um mm, and then okay. i'm so assuming he's, he's suspicious of you regardless yeah so. it, it goes down the whole route where um he sits down and he's like, oh, did you... Uh, because Meemaw turned the radio on and it was talking about the whole massacre, like calling it like the Desert Dream Massacre or something, and yeah. how the FBI are going to be looking <clears throat> for them. So you go through that whole spiel when you can be like, oh, like, you can choose to say, I just kept silent because Vanessa and her dad are having this conversation. I was just like, I'm not yeah, going to raise attention to myself. Um, the dad leaves... And then he's like, oh, uh, Vanessa, where's Mima's tape or some shit? Mm. And she goes into the bedroom. And you get Her audio book is what he That's says. It. Yeah, audio book. Yeah. You get the option of either uh, sneaking out or mm. waiting to say goodbye to Vanessa. Oh, I waited to say goodbye. You know, I, I waited I, to, I, say I goodbye. Yeah. to say goodbye. I immediately was like, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm, Vanessa is going to be my wife. The, That's what at, I decided. Yeah, at this point, beginning. I'm 100% like, Jay needs a break. I know he's been on through all this <laughs> shit, but just like, he needs a buddy. He needs a friend. Yeah. And thank God we did, because yeah. I don't know what happens if you just well, leave. So, um, <laughs> if you sneak, it says if you snuck out, Jay leaves Vanessa wondering where he is. That's literally it. Oh, um, so but she writes her. Number. She writes her phone number on well, your. That's hand. the thing. Yeah. I got the. Um, I got the suspicion. I, I sorry. I I got the phone number, but mm -hmm. the dad comes back through, and is like, um, so I I got this because the dad being suspicious. So mm -hmm. I'm assuming with you guys, you just got the number and walked off. Yeah. We just she writes the number on her hand, and then we we leave after. Yeah, that. I got the number on my hand, and as I go to leave, the dad comes out. Because the, the whole time the dad's suspicious and he's like, yeah. do not leave this house. Like, I'm going to go check on Mima. I'll be back. Mm, and he comes back as you're about to leave. And he's like, I told you not to fucking leave. Um, and I was like, I'm going home. And then he's like, hang on a minute. Why are you wearing my son's clothes? Because Vanessa gave mm, us a change of clothes and yeah. we're wearing her dead brother's clothes. And you're just like, <laughs> why do you still have your dead son's clothes? That's fucking you get weird. The options of either shoving him and running, telling him the truth, which is that you was hit by a car, or mm. saying that we were naked. 
oh, that doesn't seem, <laughs> that seems like a bad idea. <laughs> we were fucking, and I needed a change of clothes, because, you so know. apparently, it says, um, you can convince him if you say that you're naked. Um, it pisses him off, but he believes you. I was like, oh, I was hit by a car. And then Jay says something about, like, he's like, oh, uh, you know, like, uh, I'm high, I gotta go. And he's like, you bring weed into my fucking house, get the hell out, and you, like, run out the, run out the house. Interesting. Yeah, no, I just got the number on the hand and walked away, and that yeah, was and it. Yeah, like, maybe we, he's like, maybe we should study some more and get coffee, and he's like, I've always wanted fancy coffee. Yeah. And then leave. <laughs> I, I, that's <laughs> it's like a wild conversation. Yeah, he does like, kind of lean right, into the, like, country pumpkin kind yeah, of... Yeah, he really does. Uh, yeah, he really does. He's like, this is my life now. He knows what he's doing. Absolutely. Uh, the, I've never felt the touch of a woman before <laughs> out in the forest. This next section is usually where it would cut back to Ash, but we've already gone through that. Yeah, so next time we meet we've gone through that. and we are uh, yeah. reuniting with the family in the cabin. So we sneak up Correct. to the cabin. We hear our mom and Tyler talking. So, in a super fucked up section. That oh, this yeah, this is, oh, yeah. This, this is, is I got like three Wild. low percent. Well, I say low. I got two 20s and a 15. Um, yeah. Yeah. But we go in, and Tyler's immediately like, like, oh my gosh, Jay, mom hugs Jay and everything. And Tyler's like, did anybody follow you? Like, did, did are you followed at all or anything like that? Mm. Yeah. And um, nope. I was like, no, nobody followed me. And then mm. he's like, they have a big conversation. And he's like, you know, oh, you know, I got your back and all of this shit. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And, and then sure. what? They go to sleep. The mom and the brother go outside. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler says that he'll take the first watch. For Correct. You, yeah, you two yeah. get some sleep, he'll take yeah. some first watch. You wake up as Jay and you overhear Tyler and your mother talking. And, he, and he's like, oh, I didn't know you'd he's wake up like, this early. And well, because he's, he's also, like, sorry, he also is um, scheming behind our back. He's yeah. like, yeah. He's like, oh, like, I'm gonna. He's, he, I've made all the sacrifices. Yeah. I deserve to be the one because there's two seats on the motorcycle. I guess that yeah. they're gonna flee on. Yeah. And he's like, it's me and you, mom. Mm-hmm. Jay can get left behind in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> he's just... like, Jay. Jay will survive. Jay basically grew up in, in the these woods. woods. Um. He's like, you know, I looked after everybody. I looked after Jay. Uh, I looked after Dad. Stop Dad from beating you. Like. He's like, you know, I fucking deserve to go to Canada and live my life. Yeah, there's some big Oedipal uh, complexes here, which yeah. I'm just like... We I get a little bit of that relationship, Oedipal. too, because the mom, Sharon, says, like, I know Jay was never your favorite. And he's like, yeah, like he wasn't. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. Like, he just told me he got my back, and now he... Yeah. Because well, and then he always he said that... He, he is overhearing this conversation and standing by the window as they're having this yeah. conversation. He also says that their dad, like, pr- favored him. and that Yeah, he's like, oh, like, dad, he was dad's golden boy. And then I can't remember how they... Come, like, he cut, they come back into the hotel... And Jay's basically like, what the fuck? You were going to like abandon me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and he's like, you know, I thought we were family. And he's like, well, you were never fucking family in the first place. Which is a wild yeah. thing to say now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is like, and you're like, he's like, yeah, what? you're real mom. And he's like, mom, what is he talking about? And she's just like, ah, you've been part she's of this like, family uh, long enough. I'm like, yeah. what? I, I, I didn't know, ask. I, had like, I, didn't ca- I didn't care. I was like, I don't fucking care. Sure. You're my family. Whatever. I'm done with this conversation. Bro. What did you pick, Jared? That's crazy. Uh, I, let's see. I don't remember. I think I, I, I'm trying to find what the actual options were. 
It was just like you either decided to talk about your birth mom, like to question about your birth mom more, so or just say I did. It I, did I did question it. I did question it, and yeah, what Sharon tells us is that we are actually her sister's kid, and her sister died giving birth to us, and mm-hmm. we're not there. The Tyler and and uh, Dale weren't our real brothers. She's not our real mom. And then Jay asks about, oh, well, who's my dad? And Tyler snaps, is like, you don't have a fucking dad. Yeah. Tyler becomes like a proper dick. Like we're like, yeah. who who's our biological mom? And she's like, I raised you. Like your blood, yeah. you're my son. Um, and yeah, like you said, you question her dad, and Tyler's just like, nope, you don't have a fucking dad. Um, and then, well, I mean, you do. I'm curious. You may not know him, but unless it was immaculate conception, <laughs> there's someone out there who's dick um, involved. But so, uh, my section of this is probably wildly different to your guys because. I told oh, yeah, them about the cabin. Yeah, you told about the cabin. Well, yeah. I also told them about the cabin. He also. My my section is wildly different. Okay, that's again. Should we, yeah. should we go through? We'll go through ours again, and then we'll jump to Kai. Um, <sighs> so basically, what happens in mine is that mm. um, as they're having this conversation about how you don't have a dad, blah blah blah, you hear like FBI, we have you surrounded. Come mm-hmm. out of them. Uh, come out of the cabin. Yeah, and Tyler gets pissed Tyler's like I thought you said you wasn't fucking followed like you know you've fucked this up for everybody again like proper lays into Jay Mm. um Mama Holt starts shooting out the window which is wild immediately just immediately starts capping out the window and then you hear officer down officer down yeah like officers are down uh Tyler starts shooting and you're given the option of either staying with your family in the cabin or abandoning your family. I fucking abandoned them. Oh, yeah, fuck them. I did the same thing. I was like, no, yeah. I'm, I'm, there's like a little window that we saw by the desk. So I went in the window and Tyler's like, don't you abandon us now? And then Jay just hops out the window and bolts. Yeah. And this is uh, 23%. 23% of people abandon their family. Mm. And that leads to, um, it's never explicitly shown, but it's talked about. 23% mm. of people had Tyler arrested in their playthrough so in my playthrough tyler has been arrested by the fbi correct yeah um so now what happens is jay's trying to run through the woods he's trying to escape these police lots of qts here lots of qts the police know he's there they've got the sniffer dogs they're chasing him um you try and hide you hide under like this like overhanging like rock or something you like yeah there's like a cubby underneath sort of area you hide under there yeah you you hide in there and um then what happens is the police find you and this was my 15 percent. i surrendered myself to the police in the woods oh this is my 13 percent because as jay leaves the cabin he takes a gun and i shot the cop because he has a gun in his back pocket and the cop's, the cop's, the cop's pointing the gun at you and he's like, just put your hands on the ground and, and just, just stay still. Because there's only one guy. One guy found you. So, and then you have the option to surrender or to shoot the cop. And so this was the time where I was like, this is not the right thing to do, but this is going to make things interesting. So I shot the cop. So this is what's interesting, right? It's because I, I understand why you shot the cop because you have the choice of surrendering or shooting, right? Yeah. The cop is kind of portrayed as this like small time city cop. He's like, you know, yeah. uh, uh, like surrender, yeah. like um, no funny, but he's like stuttering and is nervous. And you're like, mm-hmm. you're laying on the floor, the guns in your, in the waistband of your jeans at the back. 
Yeah. And it's one of those, can I get the gun, aim it, and pull the trigger before he can pull the trigger? I figured, well, even though he's a small-time cop, as soon as I go like that and reach, he's going to shoot me. I don't want to be shot, so I surrendered. Well, it's interesting, too, because you go and you grab the gun and you like have the motion like you're pulling, and then it like pans up to the sky and you just hear a gunshot. And then it pans back down, and it's like from the viewpoint of like the the cop's legs through, and then seeing Jay, and then the cop falls over, and then Jay gets up and just keeps running. And I got a diamond achievement where it's like you are a fugitive or become a fugitive or something. Fuck. You're a murderer. Congratulations. <laughs> Here's a diamond achievement. So uh, this was my other one. Was twenty percent. I ended up being arrested by that police officer, um, and was taken into custody. So interesting. I'm wondering how and your chapter how five works in the then? next section. Yeah, you must exactly. escape somehow because there's. I do escape, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. A whole, yeah, I was like, there's a whole story that needs to happen. So, and I, it's kind of, I was kind of pissed as well because, like, he fucks up the Miranda rights so bad. He's like, oh, you have. Um, well, he says, it's like, you, you have, have too many Miranda charges. You have UK, too many charges for me to say <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, but then when he arrests you, he's like, when he arrests you, he's like, you have the right to uh, not answer questions, to remain silent. Uh, if you can't afford a lawyer, we'll get one for you. Uh, and he's like, I'm in an R in and all of this. And I'm like, bro, I'm pretty sure I could get you on you like, not executing your Miranda yeah. rights properly. It, it's wild that I, I like have that memorized because I've watched copious amounts of SVU yeah. in my life. Any, yeah, <laughs> anyone who's watched shitty uh fucking uh, tv hey don't call they svu just... shitty man svu is nah, like great. fucking top tier it's still going on too they're still pumping out episodes of that shit it's still got fucking iced tea in it yep okay kai what, what uh, happened in your fact... section mine yeah uh, fun fact about miranda rights i'm gonna do a, a slight <gasps> gonna aside about, i have uh, origin of miranda rights yeah, yeah, so a guy was arrested uh, for for rape, pretty much, and uh, didn't know that he had rights that were attributed to him. Um, he he did rape those women and eventually would die in prison um, from being murdered. Uh, but he that's where Miranda rights came from. Is that it was like his uh, last Supreme name? Court wasn't decision it? on uh, it was yes. Um, Interesting. His last name was when Miranda. Did, when did that happen? Uh, Do you know the year? 1966 is when the Miranda rights were actually and then so he was let off because obviously that's the whole point of the case is that he didn't know his rights and that was the issue and the reason that they could convict him because it was all circumstantial evidence other than his confession to the crime of raping these two women Mm -hmm. Uh, which he did like he legitimately raped these two women eventually they got enough evidence in a secondary case by using his partner when he was in prison for those where he just admitted to his wife he was like yeah I raped those two women but I totally got away with it um, and then they reprosecuted yeah. him. But in the interim, after the Miranda rights were actually like adopted, he used to make money by selling cards with the Miranda rights on them and signing the back of them. And like that was like his shtick. That's like, wild. He was just like this, as the guy who like got away with That's rape so and then crazy. just like signing cards that people would buy. Uh, yeah, well, he was eventually like reconvicted on robbery charges and then killed in prison. But it's wild because to think you know before the miranda rights were around just being like well, i didn't know my rights how am i supposed to know mm-hmm. anything and they're like oh shit yeah i, I guess we should tell yeah. them huh it's the same as getting um, away with it yeah. because there's I mean, no it is it is no a law. weird it's like a weird thing to be like you have the right to remain silent like you know yeah there's there's a lot of rights that you're not told in life yeah. but like i get it i get, especially like now that it has to be read in spanish as well if like the person's a non english speaker yeah so, like, it's good generally it's a very good thing it is also just kind of funny that it's been such a like highlighted point in tv and film yeah it's the same as amber alert i always assumed amber alert was a acronym for something 
but it's not. It's actually the name Amber was the person of a girl called Amber who went oh. missing. She wasn't the news yeah. of the vehicle that she was kidnapped in wasn't delivered to uh, the local police force, and so they implemented something called the Amber Alert, which is where they put out missing children and sort of say like last scene here this is their description which is fucking wild because even now in our technologically advanced world we live in with amber alerts the fucking murderer of the idaho students oh, yeah. uh the guy who did like the mass fucking stabbing uh they pulled over him and his dad in the car that they knew was the car they were looking for which was like the fucking white hyundai elantra twice and they still were like yeah you're good to go which is you know you know, maybe we need some new rights. Maybe we need to, <laughs> we need need to name it after someone. These, uh, these, these yeah, we need to do, yeah, get a little better. Anyway, uh, my playthrough is very boring, which is why I was uh, doing other fun stories instead. Uh, pretty much, I grabbed the gun off the counter and then ran into the woods. Uh, Tyler chases after me and is looking for me. I, You're hiding behind a tree and you have two options, which is to fire a warning shot. Wild. Uh, or to yell at Tyler, and it's one of those situations where if you wait long enough, you can just stay silent. So I just stayed silent. It didn't pick one for you, actually. No, like eventually, just the third option appears, and then I. Oh, okay. One. I mean, right, I'm sure right. eventually it would pick for me. Uh, and then um, Tyler comes to the tree where you're hiding behind, and you had already run off. And then he starts chasing after you. Uh, you climb up into a tree, so Tyler starts chasing you up into the top of the tree. Um, and you're just like hopping from branch to branch and there's a bunch of QTEs um, and you know, Tyler's like, get over here. I'm going to fucking kill you. Mm -hmm. The normal Tyler stuff. Yeah. Um, and then you eventually get to a branch and Tyler slips. You kick him off. So he grabs your leg, you kick him and he's hanging onto the branch and it's pretty high up. I would say it's like 20 feet. And he's like, my legs can't take the fall. Like, please help me. So then you have the option whether you can save, you can step on his hands and make him fall or you can pull him up. I pulled him up. Uh, so yeah. I saved I Tyler him from falling. And then his fingers. Well, I'd imagine so. Keeping everyone alive, my boys. Let me tell you. Uh, pulled Tyler up. Tyler's looks like you have like a heart to heart with him. He's like, look, I'm sorry about all this. I'm shit sorry, I, I just tried He's to like, kill you. Under... <laughs> He's like, I'm under a lot of pressure, and like, you know, cool I do really think you have. Yeah, I'm not saying it's justified, but like, also, it had to, it had to have something for saving him. So like, I get that they were trying That's to make true. it like yeah. a heartfelt moment. Yeah, yeah. But pretty much you like look at each other and he's like, I'm so sorry, man. Like, I, you know, I'm really fucked up right now. And, and Jay is pretty much just like, yeah, like, that's OK. And then you just run off. That's it. That's that's what no police, Jay. no QTEs. Tyler? No, I mean, Tyler, Tyler goes sorry. Tyler goes back. No, Tyler's just like, you have the best chance of surviving in the woods out of any of us. They still abandon you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they just You just abandoned on good terms. So he's like. <laughs> it's a good abandonment. Yeah. Abandoned with uh, and then you just <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then you just run off into the woods. So, so I'm assuming he's like, going well, back for Sharon. Like, Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. He, uh, well, I mean, so, I don't know. Because the next section opens with Sharon going to Paul. So mm. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's confusing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that shit works out. Mm -hmm. Where I think she just says, you know, you go, you go to Canada by yourself. You need to like lay low, oh. and then Sharon stays Tyler, in. Tyler doesn't die. He breaks his legs and gets arrested. Oh well. If you if you let him drop so off bad. the tree, yeah. Yeah. Wait, that doesn't make sense. There's no cops in mine. How would he get arrested? Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> we've Stabs there's a crime in the area oh, i mean i, I guess I, the I fact see. that he needs to go to like the hospital and then gets arrested apparently like, there, you can have a situation where you have the cops come up and tyler chases you through the woods because it in one of the sections mm -hmm. it looks like you run up the tree and then 
yeah, Tyler gets arrested under the tree as he's going up to the tree. So it says, Tyler arrested under tree. Tyler wants Jay to help him back to the cabin, but Jay decides he'd be better off in Canada. There was no cops in mind. Okay, interesting. That's a fat old plot hole. Um, maybe that. Uh, maybe that's what happens because I stayed silent. Maybe if you fire the single gunshot, people hear it, and then they come. They come so if you fire the warning shot at the beginning, the cops hear it, they come, and they arrest Tyler under the tree. But you're up in the tree, and then you become a fugitive. I uh, so thank God I didn't fire that gunshot. I gun got my summary for this as. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, hang on, let me double check. I've got these the right way round. Yeah, I, I have mine here. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, I guess I'll do mine first. Uh, uh, I got in this section, value family, sticks with their family at whatever cost, trusting, believes in good intentions of other, and fast reflexes. I got freedom as my value, values adventure, mm. and the road less traveled. And then my trait was principled. I was guided by strong moral convictions. And I also got fast reflexes for my playstyle. So I got the same as you, Ben, except my trait was determined, refuses to give up or let things go. Um, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is chapter four of Access Calls. It's a, it's a longsy one it here, was, but let's go through a lot going on. and kind of gauge our, how we're feeling about the game in this section up to this point. Uh, okay. Who wants to start I'll off? Go Benji, I'll go? go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, go for it. I I'm still loving this game. Um, I've said for the last like two episodes or so that I was worried about how the game was going to maintain steam and how it's going to keep its pace in. This has been an interesting section because I thought we were going to be doing like a retrospective from Zoe's point of view, looking back on everything mm -hmm. that happened. But this has been wild. I still feel like the pace is good. I mm. still feel like my decisions have some weight to them and that like I'm actually impacting what's happening in the world, especially with like telling Dante about the cabin. My one big, 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 big fucking issue is that I am... <laughs> okay, I have to preface this. I'm not belittling... Uh, trauma or anxiety or anything like that but zoe says that everything that happened after the motel is what causes her anxiety and causes her to experience what she experiences now in my situation she has a car crash like fucking traumatic fine but then she gets reunited with her mum and her dad who are both alive and that's just been the end of their story so I'm confused because the way that it was hyped up in those sections with Zoe was mm -hmm. like she's going to be on the road with them for like two months and is like going to be evading the police and like all of this sort of high octane shit. And she's she's been reunited with her family, which is awesome, but it definitely I mean, she, doesn't match. Did, walk. Yeah. Go on. Oh, I was going to say, I, I don't know if she blatantly describe the events that were traumatizing having to do with the whole family or if they were just like bad things that happened to her after the no, hotel but that's it she she says so in 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 the um in the cutscene before everything starts at the very beginning of chapter four where we're seeing her and she's got the anxiety medication she says that um she's like it was about him I became scared of mm. his shallow and I was scared become of how he would react. And then it zooms to Jay and gives you the impression that like Jay is the reason that Jay's she has this anxiety. Out. 
So yeah. I don't know if that's like a mismatch in the cutscenes. I don't know if something else is going to happen. Like maybe this whole motel incident causes family issues and that mm. like, you know, impacts Vince or impacts Michelle and then causes like her family to fall apart. And maybe that's what the issue is. But, uh, you know, break the fall forward a little bit. We have played the next section. We are going to record the next section. Nothing in section five either indicates that mm. she was directly had something done to her by Jay to cause this kind of trauma right. besides the car accident. So yeah. that's really confusing for me and is kind of taken me out of it a little bit because I'm like, okay, well, you hyped up this whole situation and that hasn't happened. So where's that going to come into it? Um, yeah. Like I said, maybe the last chapter, chapter six, maybe there's some family repercussions from everything. But at the moment, I, I don't understand. And I'm very confused in, in that aspect of mm, it. Gotcha. Um, yeah, for myself, still, again, as Ben was saying, absolutely loving this section of the game. It has continued in, in my opinion, well-paced. It has continued to, to show interesting aspects of the characters and backstory to give other sections and other characters more relevancy. And we were always interested how it would play out after the hotel because it kind of seemed like from our understanding prior to playing this that the hotel was kind of going to be the entire portion of the game which we now know is really just the first half and afterward it's a lot of how the motel incident has affected some of the characters and what some of those characters did directly after those events too so i think they've been doing a good job about that i think the a gripe. I said I think the Ash section is probably the least section, least interesting section we've played through so far. I mean, doing decisions in there have given context to other ones. You know, Ben and I telling Dante about the cabin led to the whole situation in which Dante and the whole FBI knew where the cabin was and they found us. So that led to certain situations that happened, which I think is cool. But I think in the whole Ash scene is, I mean, it's fine. It's not bad by any means, but I think it's probably the least interesting section that we've we've played through so far. But I don't think I necessarily have a problem with the whole Zoe thing too much because it kind of feels like to me that they're, if Jay is the reasoning behind whatever trauma that Zoe is going through, they're building up Jay and how Jay got to a certain situation. So they're really going to, and what I think is going to happen is they're going to focus on Jay and then into six is going to be kind of like maybe them reuniting or something happening between Zoe and Jay or something like that. They're building up Jay's kind of backstory, I think, which I'm all in on on Jay. I mean, I don't know what he does going forward, but I'm like all in on Jay and what, his you know, uh, trying to survive at this point. Sorry, I just had a random thought what it could be mm. is maybe she has to be a witness in a court case and then mm. reliving that whole motel situation and finding yeah. out everything that happened is what causes that anxiety. So it might be that. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, because we don't know what Jay's outcome in. Because in my playthrough, he's now killed someone. He shot the cop, so he is definitely yes. a fugitive, if not being associated with the whole motel massacre, because he didn't really do anything in those situations. In mine, he has now killed a cop, which is... Can, <laughs> which is, uh, can I get yeah. some clarification? I'm, I'm curious, right? Because the yeah. UK impression is that killing a cop and killing a civilian hold the same sentence, mm -hmm. but 
is treated more seriously by the police if you kill a player. They'll put more resources into finding someone who kills a cop. That's the UK I mean, impression. If not in like the the viewpoint and the eyes of like the police itself, definitely like the people. I think if like you like kill a cop, people are like, "Oh my god, you killed you killed a cop!" Like that has more weight to it than if like some random Joe Schmo got killed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. I just wanted to clarify. I didn't know if there was like a heavier sentence for killing a police officer or like a no, public no, no, no. service worker. Okay. No. Murder's murder. Uh, but yeah, so that's how I'm feeling. I'm, I'm again, it, even though there's some confusion with how this ultimately uh, loops back around to Zoe, I think they've just still done a fantastic job of keeping me interested. And as Ben said, really making my decisions feel like they have weight and seeing that in some of our playthroughs where we've had the very drastic situations happen. So, yeah. Drastic. Take it, Kaiser. Uh, yeah. Mine is the most confusing for Zoe because at least in yours she's had some traumatic experiences, mm-hmm. but like she just got. She just I went mean, back. Jared's, yeah, like at least her mom is dead, which is like that's traumatic. Yeah. And in Ben's, he's a petty little bitch, so they're like definitely gonna get a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, but in mine, <laughs> they're in love. They kissed each other. Yeah, you fully forgiven her and everything. Yeah, like, fully forgiven. They like they made out. Like, there's nothing that is going to happen in that marriage. It's fixed. Like, Zoe didn't have to go through any of that shit. Vince escapes scot free. Mm-hmm. Really, nothing at all has happened bad in my playthrough. I mean, yeah. the worst thing that's happened is that Dale died. Like, that's mm. the only person who's died, died so far. And the whole like, bus driving through uh, the hotel. I think that's yeah, but again, for a child. It seems focused on emphasis, Jay. Uh, no, just that all of yeah, the emphasis but she, but she, the after is the motel. After. Yeah. Yeah, and like obviously that's, something has to happen to cause lifelong trauma. Like, okay, yeah. your your dad yeah. being kidnapped, understandable, but he did return back like three hours later, unscathed and unharmed. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like after a certain amount of time, you would kind of heal from that. She obviously yeah. hasn't healed from whatever happened. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I. I mean, this section was okay. It, the, none, none, no part of this was my favorite section so far but i get that mm. they needed to have like a transition moment to get from where we were which is very hotel focused very like holt crime focused to like how do we get out of this and start exploring other characters and like yeah you know show jay's escape um which i really like the next section which as we said we've already played through and we're going to record after this but like mm-hmm. um so like it's hard to separate that as I see this is just like a transitionary uh, moment for everyone. I actually like the Ash section. Mm. Um, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was a good break. We needed a new character uh, anyway, like just to keep interest and like yeah. Ash isn't a very compelling character, but it's just like kind of fun and youthful. And then you get a little insight into bear. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I kind of, I think out. it was yeah, a nice mouth shut, change so. of pace. It was like a palate cleanser. Yeah, um, it still it, had like its yeah. actiony bits into it, but yeah. there was enough downtime and world building that it felt like it was yeah. a deviation. And I mean, doing. at least in my playthrough, I saw Bear's true colors. I saw how mm-hmm. far Bear was willing to go to keep this cabin a secret. So I, c- I can understand if you just hid under the bed and then escaped and didn't have any yeah. interaction with Bear, why you'd be like, oh, well, that was, yeah. was kind of pointless. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like in general, they're getting sloppier and sloppier like the start of this was very tight in keeping like consistent story beats Mm. and trying to 
you know, have a specific experience that they want people to get out of the narrative. And now it's just like more and more strings uh, are getting frayed where we keep like jumping back in time. We're looking at Zoe that we don't understand what's happening. And so hopefully it ties it back together as we move into the end here. But I am concerned. I'm also curious because uh, again, uh, this is from my perspective. Let me know if the, yours opinions are different from mine but starting this i assumed the motel was going to be the entire game so then having that wrap up pretty quickly and then have the end of this be different yeah. was i didn't uh, yeah i didn't necessarily think the motel was going to be that i'm surprised we haven't gone back in time and haven't explained anything about jim like that's the part mm-hmm. i'm confused about because there's there was so much subtext at the beginning of the game talking about jim's history in the town talking about yeah his gambling debts and like you know the fact that he lied and why is he back and that kind of stuff and that that was never really addressed and maybe it never is like maybe only if you get the sections where jim stays in the motel you kind of unlock a little bit more of that story where he talks to um, paul and and enjoy i think that's the problem is that like in my playthrough at least the only sort of things that are tethering and sort of falling apart is that whole Zoe situation, but mm. obviously different outcomes from different playthroughs. Like you see with Kai's um, playthrough, like there's a whole lot of unanswered questions compared to mine. Like Kai's got a lot more frayed strings in his gameplay. And yeah, that that's kind of the problem like the part and parcel with these like multi-choice narrative games is that you're gonna get weird plot holes where there's no way to tie it together because they have to cater for everything and we just don't have the way of programming those small stories yeah we've seen that i think a lot of other games choice games like this where it always seems like a certain path or a certain like direction, depending on what you choose, like you said, leaves more questions. And I guess that's like the, the name of the game. You know, you, you do specific choices and you're going based on your choices, you're going to get more or less information based off of those. So I guess that's, I mean, we the, even had it with disco. Like disco is yeah. one of my favorite games I've ever played. And even in disco, there are times where you're, you feel shoehorned into a certain situation and it's because yeah. narratively that has to happen. Yeah. They have to find a way to kind of, triangulate any kind of decision back into and we see that because obviously after every one of these sections there's the big tree that shows all of our decisions and you see that you see them split and then come together and then you see them split Mm -hmm. again and then come together there always has to be that kind of like narrative through line that no matter what your decisions were the story is still continuing and that just opens up the possibility for like you said unanswered questions plot holes loose threads and things like that too yes uh... yeah that is all for uh, chapter four of As Dusk Falls, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for getting to the end of the episode, as always. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, you can find all of our socials and all of our stuff down in the link tree. Follow us. Join our Discord. because We have a lot of fun conversations over there. We pull questions. We get our pick people for our get recs that we do, which is our little side series. And it's just, just fun overall. And after you listen to this, you're like, man, I, want, I need some more. I need that more play along in my veins. You got a Patreon for you. Bonus episode. Yeah, an hour and 30 minutes, not enough for you. (laughs) There's more, baby. There's more. There's always more. So yeah, if you're interested in doing that, it just helps us out. It helps funnels back into the podcast, gives us more. uh, Pays pays my rent. Yep, because I live in a box. Rent is $2. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Boomy is a bougie bitch. He needs all of the 
all of the she, she actually doesn't drink regular water. She only drinks uh, sparkling LaCroix. Avion. So. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So now we're going to cut to everybody's favorite section where we recommend you guys some stuff. So let's do it. We haven't done it in a couple episodes because we're bad at it, but we're doing it this time. Time constraints. Yeah, it's, not, yeah. it's not awful. It's not awful. There's, there's time constraints and, you know, people yeah. have shit to do. And we, we got lives, guys. If you want to... Jared's on like nine podcasts at once right now. <laughs> just keeps jumping If you want recommendations forward. every episode, uh, then you need to subscribe to the Patreon so we can make this our full-time job. And then we have no reason <laughs> wouldn't have no reason not to do it That was the recommendation was from uh Aussie Maple, I believe it was, who wanted um yeah. specific shows, like specific genres of shows. Um, and so I said, let's go and do thriller. So Kai, you said you have gotcha. one. Let's uh, go with yours. Yeah. Uh this is the pumpkin spice latte of thriller shows. Like so apologies. Uh but you yep, is fucking mine. great. <laughs> mine was also you. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Never, well, nah, just talk about you. Go on. Just done. Uh, use, yeah, it's fine. Use a, a great show. It was a book. Now it's not a book. Uh, it's it's about a curly haired uh, Jew boy. <laughs> so you know, really, you're really, really killing this. Um, uh, who is also a sociopathic murderer? Yeah. So you mm-hmm. know, if, if that's and he's you know he's a lover though, and that that's what we love about him. You know, he's just he's a romantic at heart, but he also likes to kill people. And what more? It's like Dexter, but if yeah. Dexter was horny, mm-hmm. uh, Dexter makes Christian Grey pretty much. Right. Uh, so yep, interesting yeah, exactly. side note uh, is um, my manager, one of my managers at work. She is um, very big on like psychological stuff. She's got like a degree in psychology. She's done a whole background of psychology. She she said that I need to watch you because you is the oh, best. Have you not rep- seen it? I've not seen it. She said it's the best oh, it's representation of a stalker that has ever happened in media. Yeah. So, and it's one of those things too. Like he just does terrible things, sick. makes terrible decisions. <laughs> is probably a bad person. But you love him, but it. you just like he's very charming. It, but it's because mm. he's not very mm. like outgoing. He's very much mm-hmm. like an a shell kind of individual. But you're that's rooting why, for that's him why the I identify time. with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like but no, you should watch it. You you should watch it because I think the new season comes out if, within the next month or so. Part one of season four and then they're doing part two of season four as well also he's a skinny hairy king and i appreciate that because a lot of people like, on television these days are fucking jacked and hairless and he's like you know he has the my body composition mm-hmm. and is also just a hairy little spot. fucker so. he's like yeah. i'm like yeah I get my confidence right, from murdering yeah. people so i'm happy in my own skin <laughs> yeah i don't i don't need the body yeah to murder uh, I, I will i will it. double down and say that you is a great show and ben i especially you love psychology and all of that you will absolutely love you so you should check that out uh, i'm gonna go with and you can push back if this is not the thriller but stranger things especially the last season that just came out i feel like that one was that's not a thriller i mean it's <laughs> it, it's listed on here as horror so i mean it's, it's thrilling yeah <laughs> I, in, I in my sure. brain my horror is like above thriller and like scare factor and it's not I stole yours. i don't have i don't have a place to talk i, to I can <laughs> i can see it's got thriller aspects to it uh definitely and like i would the say last the, season the, like you said yeah 
and that's what I was saying more. I was like, the last season probably is the more like horror-y, thrillery kind of stuff, where the rest of the show is, is I wouldn't say light. Jenny, not... come back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the other show Close that enough. I had. I don't know what it fucking is. I never watched it. So. Um, I would say again. Correct me if I'm wrong. Black Mirror feels very thrillery to Ooh, me. Hell yeah, Black some, Mirror. Some of the episodes for Black sure. Black Mirror is very good. Uh, I am massive. American fan. Horror Story is also very good. I just thought season of one and two. You said Black Mirror, which is I've never season seen it. one and two. It does fall. It falls off hard. I'm gonna be honest. These last couple seasons have been rough. Cult, but a very uh, good season, season one and two. That is a very good season, and starring the well, I mean, he's in like almost every season. But the kid who played fucking what's his name, he just won the Golden Globe for it. Uh, 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 uh the serial killer. The um, um the uh, what's his name? Um, Bill Clinton kid. Ted Bundy. <laughs> yes. Are you yes. talking about the guy Bill who played Clinton Jeffrey kid. Dahmer? Are you talking about Peter Davis? Dahmer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, he's in like a million seasons of American Horror Story, but he is the main character of the cult season yeah. uh and he's very good. one two and cole are probably my personal favorite i didn't rate coven i didn't rate freak show um two i did like freak show freak show was okay. I'm, a, I'm a sucker for, i'm a sucker for a fucking fair i love a good fair anyway neither here those are my recommendations it has chainsaw man listed okay. under here as like thriller and i guess chainsaw man's like kind of gory so i guess you can count it as a thriller that, chainsaw man is what, great just go watch chainsaw man that's not what thriller means <laughs> thriller doesn't mean gore it's um, under here all right go for it ben take us home yeah i, I definitely back black mirror um mm-hmm. bunch of awesome episodes um i've said for the longest time people don't like it but the the Ashley 2 episode, the Miley Cyrus episode of Black Mirror, I thought that was brilliant. Um, and there's also a special they did called White Christmas, which is a fucking brilliant episode. Everyone seems to have forgotten also about have it. The, the Bangler Dash or Snasher Dash or whatever it's called. Bang- like Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch, there we go. It's an FMV. <laughs> there we go. Um, so my recognitions, I got three. I'll go through real quick. Uh, I feel like I've talked about it before, but Ozark... Ozark is Ozark fucking amazing. Yeah, I um, it. It's just it's finished like like five, six months ago, maybe. Uh, what's his name? Jason Bates? Jason Bateman? Yeah. Bateman. Yeah, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Bateman. <laughs> Bateman. Uh, he plays a guy who is laundering money for the cartel. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out his partner was skimping on the side, and now he owns the, he owes the cartel money. He tells them, oh, the Ozarks are like fucking brilliant tourist place. Um, and they're like, okay, bet you're going to go there and you're going to launder us like 50 million in five years. And he goes to this super rundown area in the Ozarks and has to try and create this money laundering business. Absolutely brilliant. Like four seasons. Fucking awesome. Uh, season uh, episode, one season of the show called The Stranger, which was on Netflix, which uh, basically involves <laughs> involves like a woman <laughs> Sitting on your hand. (laughs) (laughs) Continue. (laughs) Uh, A woman will... It starts off with a woman approaches a guy and she's like, you should check your wife's phone. And he's like, what? And she's like, you should check your wife's phone. Um, You know, there's like uh, a transaction in there for this company, but they're not actually what they seem. And she basically goes around and... It's all about how the web of people interconnect and she's like revealing these people's dirty secrets and just meddling in their life and being like, hey, your wife's cheating on you and then just fucking dips out. (laughs) And 
it's all about like that side of stuff it's brilliant it's like one season of like 12 episodes i think or something and then a season i'm watching at the moment also on netflix called behind her eyes which follows um a woman called louise she goes out on a night out she bumps into this guy they don't tell each other their names they do that whole like oh it's gonna be one night magical night we're never gonna forget it she goes into work next day turns out she's a receptionist the new guy at work who's now her boss is the guy she was on a date with last night they end up having an affair she also simultaneously becomes best friends with his wife while she is fucking her best friend's husband behind her back um love that shit there's a mix of like there's like a history of the wife she's like it flashes back to when she was in a rehab institution and like something happened there all of these secrets of these three people combining into one another um absolutely brilliant season so far i'm like episode five or six highly recommend highly recommend beautiful well those are our thriller recommendations for all of you go check them out they're all very good according to us but what are we gonna do next time next week's recommendation uh and by next week we mean in the next 10 minutes recommend our favorite uh playstation exclusives oh easy sauce okay all right see you next time guys on play along podcast when we tackle Chapter six. Nope. Five. Oh, you almost had five. Chapter five. <laughs> Paradise found of As Dusk Falls. We love you all. Until the next one. Good job, Kai. Good job with the We love you guys. Peace out. We'll see you next time. Bye.